we don't not marry the person that we want to, we don't find a partner that we want, we find our wound. Welcome to the How to Empower, Create, Encourage podcast. You're here with me, your host, Alessandra Guerra. <laughs> Hi, thank you for tuning in. Today, we're hearing from Sylvia Galvez, who's a transformational coach who specializes in trauma, addictions, and healing. She's also my mom, and she called me out several times during this episode. Turn up the volume. I'm excited to share this experience with you. It took me a little bit to know what it is that I'm going to call you during this interview because you're my mom, but you're not a mom in this interview. I'm interviewing because you're a transformational coach. And I want you to teach us about developing a relationship with ourselves and strengthening our relationship with ourselves. What is a relationship with ourselves? How would you describe that? How you get along with yourself, how you see yourself, how you perceive yourself in this world. What are some immediate things that we can do to build a relationship with ourselves? We can spend time with ourselves. We can learn to love ourselves unconditionally. We can respect ourselves and get to know our essence. How do we respect ourselves? Set healthy boundaries on how we treat ourselves. Mm. What does that look like? Sometimes we wonder why people don't respect us. One of the main reasons is because we do not respect ourselves. Let's say that I say, I'm going to make a sweet potato for my, I don't want to say dog, I always say Theo. Theo is our dog, but... She doesn't make sweet potatoes for us, by the way. She will cook specifically for Theo. Yes, yes. I cook for, for Theo because he, he cannot cook for himself. So you guys are grown-ups and you can cook for yourself. I only cook for my husband sometimes when I'm in a good mood. If I say, I'm going to make sweet potatoes for Theo today... I have to do it mm. because this is how I respect myself by honoring what I say. When we say things and then we don't do them, it's not like we lie to other people. It's not like other people are not going to trust us. Maybe, yeah, other people will not trust us. But it's more important that we learn to trust ourselves. Mm. That's how we build a relationship. Because we have in the back of our mind, in the subconscious, we have a trust bank. Mm. The idea is to have this millionaire trust and confidence in ourselves. When we lie to ourselves, when we are not honest with ourselves, when we do not honor what we say we will do, this confidence is getting lower and lower. Who we like? We like people that we trust. One of the main reasons why we do not like ourselves is because we do not trust ourselves. Wow. We can build our trust with ourselves when we honor the things that we say we're going to do. The things that we say not only to others, but specifically the things that we tell ourselves. That's why we have to be very careful what we say we're going to do and not to promise things to others or ourselves that we won't do. If our plate is already full, we have to be careful mm. not to put more in our plates. What happens if you say that you're going to do something to yourself? You're like, I'm going to work out tomorrow, but you don't end up working out tomorrow. What can you do to 
still build trust in yourself after you've broken trust with yourself first of all we acknowledge that we didn't do it and we tell ourselves it's okay so the inner dialogue is so important in this relationship with ourselves tell ourselves yes i didn't do what i said i was going to do maybe i should have thought before i said that that Mm -hmm. i had other things to do Mm -hmm. that also were important Next time, I will be careful what I say. So we forgive ourselves. Then we make sure to say things that we will do. What's the line between honoring that we're human and that we make mistakes and forgiving ourselves and allowing ourselves to grow and that line of being too permissive with ourselves that it stops us from growing? I don't think we should be worried about being too compassionate with ourselves. I'm not saying just do whatever you want and don't do anything with your life and just don't worry about anything. No, nobody can change under criticism or judgment. Nobody can change. Nobody can transform with criticism or judgment. If we're going to be hard on ourselves, we're not going to transform. We're not going to change. For us to change, we need to love ourselves and accept ourselves. That's one of the main reasons why people do not change. They do not accept themselves for who they are. And this self-criticism is not letting them advance, move forward with their lives. This emotion that they have, to change that emotion, to change that anger or criticism is first observing yourself, observing your emotion saying it's okay acceptance doesn't mean that i'm gonna let things be as they are acceptance means letting go surrendering without fear without attachment we need to accept ourselves first so we can change how do i get there Maybe that's one of your questions, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, how do I get there? You read my mind. That's perfect. (laughs) People want to move fast. Younger people want to move really fast and change right away. But we haven't done the first things first. For us to move forward, we truly need to love ourselves unconditionally. This is one of the reasons why we came to Earth, to love. A lot of people talk about loving God, which is important and wonderful. We need that to be happy. We have been taught to love others, but we haven't been taught enough, not even by our parents, to love ourselves unconditionally. To get there, like I was saying before, how are you going to love somebody that you do not know? Mm. You can't. You cannot accept somebody that you do not know. So for that, You need first to observe yourself and how we do that. There is a scripture in Psalm 46, 10 that says, be still. And this is what we need to do to get to know ourselves. Be still. We are so busy running here and there, studying, working hard. (laughs) Why are you laughing? I'm not talking about you only. There's a lot of people who are so busy doing favors for others, doing and doing every day of our lives. My mom just called me out on my own podcast. 
<laughs> but this is not you. This is all of us. Now that I'm getting older, I don't want to live a life like that. I don't want to be so busy doing and doing and doing. Most of the people in the world do that. They do and do and do so they can have, so they can achieve. So maybe, maybe one day they can become. That's the order of most of the people in the world. It is not a coincidence that most of the people in the world are not happy. What is the real order? This is something that I teach in my transformational method of becoming is first focus on the self, on becoming, and then the achieving and having will align. It will be easier. And I forgot what I was going to say, but (laughs) (laughs) you confuse me with your laughing. Thinking that I'm talking about you, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about everybody. <laughs> so we just need to stay still and get to know ourselves, observe ourselves. How we observe ourselves without criticism, without judgment, without hiding, because we tend to hide. We don't like what we observe, so we hide without feeling like we need to protect something. No, we just observe without judgment. That's how we get to know ourselves, spending time with ourselves, maybe going to nature and and spending time with ourselves, this connection that we need with the soul, with the essence. You mentioned hiding. How do we know if we're hiding parts of ourselves? Because we are not who we are. We are not coherent. We know that we are hiding when we are making excuses or when we are giving explanations of our lives to other people. When we are explaining things to others that we don't need to explain. When we are not coherent. When we do not speak our truth. If we're someone that has been hiding for a long time, that has been scared to show parts of ourselves, how do you stop hiding? Are you? Do you want to tell me something right now? <laughs> In, in the podcast, <laughs> taking advantage that I cannot say anything now in front of so many people. <laughs> so how we change from being the person who is justifying, hiding mm-hmm. to a person who is not? Yeah. It's so easy. It's so easy that people do not get it. You will stop pretending, justifying, not being yourself when you really, really, truly love yourself. How you get there? First, by observing who you are and accepting yourself. This is an exercise that I do in my transformational method. I call it the spectator that doesn't judge you and is you. So I ask the participants to write down every day what they are observing about themselves in little papers Mm. without judgment, just writing down everything. And some people have come the next day and say, I observe that I am envious, that I am judgmental, that I am scared. And then the next exercise is why you're like that. Try to think about that. And they have wounds. We all have emotional wounds from the inner child. When you observe yourself without judgment, you really get to know yourself. When you you get to know yourself and understand why you are scared, why you are jealous, why you're envious sometimes. That doesn't define you, but you understand why. And then you accept yourself. The more you accept yourself, the more you love yourself, you will stop 
pretending or hiding and you're gonna be at peace with whom you are if we have wounds from our inner child how can we heal those wounds therapy of course this is one of the exercises that i do if you have the rejection wound one of the things that people do in the rejection wound is just to flee because they don't want to be rejected again so for the rejection wound it could be to the opposite of rejection is acceptance so you have to accept yourself. So for the betrayal wound, and I'm giving you example because it's a long, I can come another day to talk about the wounds because Alexander, remember, this is a different topic. So. <laughs> <laughs> but for example, I just had a client today with a betrayal wound because she has this betrayal wound. Every relationship that she goes into, she ends up being betrayed again and again and again. Why? Because she hasn't healed her betrayal wound. She wasn't aware of that until today. One of the questions that I asked her in the session was when she said, why this is happening to me, Sylvia? Why they end up doing this to me again? Then I asked her, when was the first time that you felt betrayed? And she told me about her past, her parents, and many things. And then I asked her, are you betraying yourself? And she gave me answers. And yes, she was betraying herself. So one of the things that we can do to heal specific wounds, in this case, the betrayal wound is for her, stop betraying herself. Because she was saying, I sabotage myself with every relationship. But she wasn't sabotaging herself. It was her wound. Mm -hmm. Her wound that was speaking. Because we do not marry the person that we want to. We don't find a partner that we want. We find our wound. Until we heal it, we will keep on finding the same wound all the time. Wow. So many questions. <laughs> <laughs> I can come another day and talk about the wounds because this is one of my expertises. I love talking about the wounds. That's really fascinating. I have so many questions. I'm thinking about my relationship now. <laughs> okay, wait. So I want to go back to something that you said. You told her to go back to her own relationship with herself and see yes. when she was betraying herself. Yes. What are some things that we can do to build foundations with ourselves? One is... First, getting to know who you are. What is your essence? A lot of people do not know who they are. They, they do not know what they want because most of us have been conditioned to like or to want to get things that other people are getting, other people are doing. So we have been conditioned to do things that we think they are going to make us happy. But what will make you happy is different from what will make me happy. I know you like chocolates and I like, actually, we like the same. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have other example, but we have to know who we are, what makes us happy. That's why I always say, ask these two questions to yourself. What my soul, my eternal intelligence wants and what is convenient for my soul? So what my soul wants and what is convenient for my soul. If you can do this before you go to sleep, because we send this order to our brain and our beings before we go to sleep, you will wake up 
with the answer. More likely, if you get to exercise this, if you get to practice this, asking yourself questions about who you are, what you love, what you like, what you don't like. And of course, as soon as you wake up, you cannot be grabbing the cell phone, Alessandra, like you are doing right now, because this is a podcast. <laughs> and you told me, mom, don't bring your cell phone. So what you're doing, girl? <laughs> She said, don't bring anything, mom. I said, can I bring notes? Nothing, mom. This is going to be super spontaneous. <laughs> so you wake up and you don't give your autonomy, your sovereignty to your cell phone. Just stay still. I always go back to stay still because we're in a rush all the time. And listen, listen. Listen, listen to part two. Something that fascinated me about this episode is learning the different pillars we can build our foundation on and how we invest time in our healing and our relationship with ourself, we will be able to create healthier relationships with others and have the trust in ourselves to create our desired outcomes. Experiment with the tools that we learned today, at least one of them, and let me know how it goes. I want to know. You can create the life, the love, the reality, and the world that you want. I believe in you. Oh, thank you.